Hey, Tourpreneurs, it's Mitch Bach. And just a quick note before we begin today's episode, Tourpreneur is currently sponsored by Google. We're thankful for their support of our community, and we are offering with them a completely free course helping you unlock the power and potential of Google's Things to Do program, which is specifically helping tour operators add their tours to Google in new ways that gives you new exposure and more direct bookings. To learn more, go to tourpreneur.com slash Google. And as always, show notes, more resources, links to our newsletter, our business coaching community, and so much more are available on tourpreneur.com. Now to the episode. You're listening to Arrival Audio, recorded live at Arrival Bangkok 2019 and distributed here by Tourpreneur. In this session, Brett Henry, President Director of MG Group, and Kai Shibata, Co-Founder of Venture Republic, walk us through the state of super apps and what they mean to creators and sellers of tours, activities, and attractions. So if you were smart in 1819, you moved to London. And if you were smart in 1919, you moved to New York. But if you're smart in 2019, you do like the arrival team, and you show up in Asia. So while the rest of the world is busy like Brexiting themselves out of the EU, or building walls to keep other countries out, or starting battles with other leaders, most of Asia is busy connecting, right? We're busy building infrastructure to connect. China's Belt and Road Initiative, hopefully you all know about this, the most important infrastructure project in the history of mankind is happening right now. It's a $5,000 billion, it's not a typo, $5,000 billion infrastructure project driven out of this region. It's a story of massive growth and it's happening once in a lifetime right now. In 10 years, this is like one sleep. You're gonna go to bed tonight, you're gonna wake up, and it's gonna be 2030. 10 years from now, three of the world's four largest economies are in this region. 88% of the next billion entrants to the middle class, the best indicator of travel growth is middle class growth. It's a straight line correlation. 88% of the next billion entrants into the middle class are gonna come from Asia. There's no better example for what's happening than the Greater Bay. This is Hong Kong, Macau, Guangzhou, Shenzhen. It's two times bigger than London, San Francisco, LA, Chicago, and Toronto combined. And this is the home of the protagonist for today's story. The birthplace of WeChat is the Greater Bay. Why does China matter? You cannot understand why super apps are so important and why, you need to be, why they need to be a part of your strategy and your thinking process without understanding the backdrop of where super apps came from. And that is what's happening in China and what's happening in this region. This is really small text. If you can't read it, don't worry. I'll narrate it for you. It's a pie chart, and, the, and it is June, January to June 2019 arrivals into Thailand. The big blue block is China. 58% of the people who stepped off airplanes in this country came from one country, China. 
And if you went to any other country in Southeast Asia, where I would assume most of you are operating, it looks essentially the same. The largest pie, largest inbound country providing tourists for any country in Southeast Asia is China. And you know what? Next year, still going to be China. And the year after that, still going to be China. Only going to get bigger. So the topic, you know, super app. What is a super app? You know, super app, everyone talks about WeChat, but there's others that claim this status. Grab, Gojek, Line. Um, and there's, you can go one step further. So I, I would say like the premium brands, those who claim it and everybody gives them credit, definitely WeChat, Grab, Gojek, Line. Those who are claiming it, and some people might question are or are not, uh, Alipay, Meituan, Paytm. So what makes an app a super app? It's basically these three elements. This is the formula, you know. If you want to go build your own super app, this is what you need. You need a base element, somewhere that you start from, your foundation. And then you need to scale. You have to have tremendous scale, and it has to be an app that has persistence. Not persistence like you're going to keep trying no matter what, but persistence as in it's something that you use multiple times in one day. Base element, scale, and persistence. So, this is kind of how these apps grew up using this formula, right? Grab and Gojek come from ride hailing. They built a base element of ride hailing, and from there they built scale, um, and they, they're turning it into something that you use multiple times throughout your day. Uh, Line and WeChat came from a chat base. Uh, Alipay and Paytm from payment. And Meituan came from reviews and e-commerce and spread out from there. But they all use the same formula, base element, scale, and it becomes something that's persistent in your daily life. So super apps and travel. That's what we're here to talk about. Um, and and uh, is anyone actually doing something with super apps and travel? It's like everybody's doing everything. Um, and you could actually put multiple brands beside any one of these super apps. Some of them are working exclusively with one or two players. Many of them have many relationships based on country. And uh, my guests and I will talk more about this. The best way for me to kind of quickly get you up to speed if you're not super familiar with, uh, with WeChat and super apps is to share a short video for you on WeChat. WeChat is an example of, uh, for lack of a better word, a super app. It's a Swiss army knife that basically does everything for you. It's your WhatsApp, Facebook, Skype, and Uber. It's your Amazon, Instagram, Venmo, and Tinder. But it's other things we don't even have apps for. There are hospitals that have built out whole appointment booking systems. There are investment services. There are even heat maps that show how crowded a place is, be it your favorite shopping mall or a popular tourist site. The list of services goes on basically forever. But it's not the variety of things you can do on WeChat that makes it so powerful. It's the fact that they're all in one app. So why does that matter? Hypothetically, imagine you're sitting at home and one day you notice your corgi is dirty. You open WeChat, hit a few buttons, and a few hours later a man shows up at your door with some shampoo and a big vacuum. Your dog gets cleaned and he looks great. You take a photo, you share it with your friends, and tag the dog cleaning business. You haven't left the app. Your friend who likes Hello Kitty and works a boring office job is slacking off at work and looking at WeChat. She sees the photo of your clean corgi. She decides she wants her poodle clean. 
She clicks the tag on your photo and orders the same service. Within seconds, the man with the big vacuum is on his way to her house. She pays him, and he's happy because he got paid instantly on WeChat. She starts chatting with you to thank you. Neither of you have left the app. While chatting, she tells you about a new hip noodle joint. She says, you have to come. It's a schlep, but you accept. She orders food while still at her desk. You order a taxi. She pays for the food. On the way to her house, the man with the big vacuum invests the money he earned from both of you into a wealth management product that's probably a little too risky. Neither of you nor the man with the big vacuum have left the app. Both of you arrive and the app tells the kitchen you're there. Your WeChat profile photo pops up on the wall. It's an old photo from the year you had that weird part in your hair. Of course she makes a comment. Your food is served. You notice your meat is a bit overcooked, so you snap a photo and post a disparaging restaurant review. You're already on your phone and you remember you still owe your friend money because she paid. You transfer her money. Neither of you, the man with the big vacuum, nor the restaurant have left the app. At the restaurant, there are no menus, there are no waiters, there is no cashier. There is only WeChat. By rolling so many functions into one single app, it's altered the concept of virality. It's no longer just videos or images or tweets that can go viral. It's a dog washer, noodles, all sorts of companies and products that get the push of a social network. Here in China, that network is 700 million people. Sounds great, right? Well, it is, but using a single app to find a date, schedule an oil change, or notarize a document also enables WeChat to collect a staggering volume of personal data. They know what you talk about, who you talk about it with, what you read, where you go, why you're going there, who's there, how you spend money when you're online, how you spend money when you're offline. The list goes on indefinitely. Mr. K. Shibata from Line Travel. Two minutes wrap. All right. So, Kay, what's up? Good. Uh, it's an exciting time. Yeah. So, so you were at the forefront. Uh, recently announced, or not relatively recently announced, this relationship with Line mm -hmm. uh, to integrate your previous company or current and previous company um, to become the Line Travel Super App. So, what's actually happening? What's real? What's not real in travel and super apps? Well, um, yeah, believe it or not. So the uh, we already started generating a lot of uh, travel transactions on our line app. So for those of you guys actually uh, who are based in Thailand, I think the line, is, line app is pretty big. And then the uh, travel transaction is already happening on a line platform, at least in Japan. After we made our partnerships um, literally like 10 months ago, and now we see thousands and thousands of the hotels booking flight bookings happening every single day. And then we've seen a growth uh, uh, 10x over the last uh, six months, which is really staggering. 10x. I, I like things that are 10x. 10x, six months. 10x in six months. These are, are astounding numbers in travel. I think this represents just what a big shift uh, the super app model is. By the way, so the, uh, my, my, my good Chinese friend who may be in this room actually told me that on the WeChat, 100,000 hotel bookings, no, 100,000 flight booking, and 120,000 room nights booking are happening every day. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's beyond your imagination what's already happening and then how relevant you know, the super apps to travel. 
This was uh, actually three days ago when he told you that, so it's actually 10x since then, I am, I am sure. I lost my question. <laughs> it's good to see me up on the big screen, though. Um, there you go. Oh, this is a... <laughs> go back. So, so that was travel and super apps. A lot of people talk about, you know, the, in the Western world, you know, there is no example of a super app. So is there going to be a super app, you know, outside of Asia sometime soon? It's a, that's a, one of the most uh, interesting questions to me, not only in a travel space, but also the technology space in general. I think that the, uh, there are some uh, large technology platformers, in my speculation, particularly Google. The Google has a Google, app, Google Maps. So first of all, think about the definition of a super app. So he actually touched upon a little bit. This app you have to use every day, right? So the touch point of the users is, is really frequent, really frequent. The Google Maps could be the front runner. And people argue that the Facebook or WhatsApp can be the next super apps. I don't know. I mean, one interesting thing happened just now, like quite recently, is actually the, uh, that cryptocurrency payment. Libra. Libra. That might be kind of the worst, actually, the worst monitoring. So they might be, you know, the Facebook and WhatsApp may be able to so let's move ahead. Let's, let's break these apart, because okay. I think the Facebook thing is a bit embarrassing if, if you're sitting in this region watching what Facebook's doing. It's a bit embarrassing. I mean, the age of of copycat China is over, right? Now it's like copycat America um, trying to come in and, and look at what's happening somewhere else and catch up. And I, I really see what they're doing as, as showing that they just, don't, they just don't get it. They don't understand it. So I think that's a bit embarrassing. Never going to make it. Google, Google maybe. I think that my problem with all of those Western companies and why they will never be super apps is that their models are kind of tech-based models trying to minimize mm. kind of feet on the street. And all the organizations that I've seen that have really made it in the super app model are you know, tech data-driven organizations, but they also are not scared to put whatever they need on the street to go make it happen. You don't get you know, this great I, adoption. I definitely argue with that, because Google is a smart company. They actually don't want to talk about they want to become a super apps, because otherwise, you know, they, all the whole GAFTA things being criticized by generous you know, society, everyone else. I think so that they, wanna, they don't want to actually show their willingness to become a super app. But they, I'm, I'm sure they have an ambition to become a super app. That's, mm. that's my mm. guess. What do you guys think? Google as a super app? No, no. okay. I'm, I lost my, I lost, I lost, I lost. <laughs> All right, next question, we're drilling down. We went from, you know, what is it? What's happening? You know, why isn't it happening globally? And now let's talk about travel businesses. Mm. Can a travel business become a super app? Can Booking.com become a super app? Can AirAsia, I think AirAsia actually, anyone here from AirAsia? Apologies, but I think AirAsia claims they're a super app or on the way to be a super app. Can a travel business become a super app? No personal offense on you know, AirAsia or Booking.com, I don't think so. I don't think that any travel brand can be a super app because going back to my original point, the super app people have to use every day. Travel, how often people actually travel? Not every day, right? Means, you know, people don't use it every day, so there's 
almost no chance for Booking.com or you know, Air Asia to become a real super app. Yeah, I mean, the, that's my. Uh, and the super app model is, is very uh, horizontal, whereas mm. the travel model tends to be uh, very vertical. Yes, and so the Booking.com is a great example. So the Booking.com, you know, the, the strategy they took is actually they, they don't want to do anything else but the hotels, right? But, except, but instead, they expanded geographically. Mm. So that's the choice of their strategy. And the super apps is a completely opposite. Super apps, you know, you just want to dominate the one area. China is a great example and then do everything. So we talk about it. I think the uh, super apps is kind of game of a local business. This is like the quote of the day. Super, app, super apps are a local business. Why is that? I think it makes sense that, you know, uh, from many point of view, right? China is actually the greatest example. So what the, what's happening in China is actually the users are basically giving up all their data to the platformers and the government. And then instead, they are getting all the convenience, right? And then, so this is actually one good example that the, uh, you know, the super app business can be super local and super relevant to the, uh, to the uh, government, society. And the, uh, it makes sense to actually uh, to probably uh, uh, make a partnership with the local companies. So speed is also another important thing. And then you know, the super apps make sense to, to do dominate in a one local market, I think. It's a good reason why super apps won't easily come out of the Western markets, because they are data-built uh, models. And, and you know, GDPR is going to be a, a huge kind of barrier to some company doing what you're seeing WeChat uh, accomplish, right? I think this is going to place, place those Western economies under big stress as they try to come and compete um, these kind of uh, fierce control over data and government regulation, whereas, whereas in China, uh, it's more regulation by the people, right? You had a, a term for this. It's uh, data democracy. Data democracy. So that's, uh, that's, the, that's one interesting perspective. Yeah, so perspective. I think it's, yes. it's really common in China that people are comfortable giving out their data, and if K abuses my data, we and the rest of the community will punish him. Yeah. I don't need the government to regulate that for me. Um, so I think, I think this is a, a great point on travel and super apps. So our conclusion no one will be a travel super no, app. No. They will be a part of a super app platform. Okay. Hey, Brett and Kay, I, wanna, I just want to jump in. I'm over here. <laughs> Other side, Brett. So uh, on the theme around travel, and, and you don't think a travel brand can be a super app. So most tour activity and attraction businesses, they are local businesses. Mm -hmm. Some of them serve locals, uh, especially in the attraction side. But a lot of the tour companies don't. In fact, they have a challenge where they're only serving a customer maybe once. You know, I'm going to go to, you know, Hong Kong once or twice, you know, maybe in mm -hmm. my life if I'm from the U.S. Or, so how, how, do we, how do we think about this? It's, it's more to it than just setting up a, you know, a, a page in, and a presence in WeChat. Like, how should we be thinking about, about this? It's like the perfect... We didn't actually set this up, but our next section is action plans. So we wanted to talk about, you know, we know, we know Arrival is really big on being pragmatic, like, okay, what should I actually do? It's cool we know about super apps, what to do. Yeah. So, 
Kay and I will give you our kind of four pieces of advice or so on if I was you as a tour operator, uh, uh, what, what would I go and do today? All right, so, uh, so one, thing, one thing about super apps and travel, you know, including uh, uh, tours and activity space, it is still in a very early stage, okay? So WeChat actually started travel services probably a few years ago. Line, we just started last year. So we're going to embrace a lot of different spaces in travel going forward. So at some point, tours and activity attractions will definitely be a part of our services and line travel or WeChat or any other super apps is going to be, I think. It's a so, perfect fit, the geolocation data. Right. So that, that's a part of that yeah. super app ecosystem and, and in-market activities is a perfect fit. Yeah. But so having said that, I think the, what, the first things we all, you know, we all going to do you know, um, next week or so is the uh, first you want to start the communicating with users via chat apps. Okay. Emails dead. Emails old. Right? Emails officially been canceled. Yeah, so, the, so that's, you want to you change your mentality first. Then and second thing is maybe you want to actually introduce the Ozo's mobile payment system, like WeChat Pay, Alipay, you know, Line Pay, because in destination, if you wanted to actually um, um, provide the services and then close the business with the users, the payment is always a key. And then the, that's a, probably the first step to inch closer to the super apps, I think. Yeah, I think, I think payment is largely underestimated. Um, and our, our third piece of advice would be to work with an aggregator that's reaching your target market. You know, so if, if Kluke is crushing it with your kind of target uh, demographic, by all means, go work with Kluke. They're going to have a lot of payment options set up that are relevant to yeah. the markets they're in and take care of part of the payment for you. But don't outsource all of the payment to them. Be wary of point number, or step two, after your messaging, step two is establish your own payment capabilities with any payment service that's relevant with your uh, target markets. So if you're in Thailand and you cannot accept WeChat Pay or Alipay, this should be first go do tomorrow. And the, the, they should be able to show up, scan a barcode, and buy a t-shirt with your logo just like you know, this one here um, in real time uh, on site. And if you provide that, you will drive sales from these demographics. I guarantee it. But thinking start, it's a, it's a services app first, more than a marketing channel. That's a little bit of what I'm hearing. Is that right? You never wanted to actually make an app, uh, you know, as a tour operators, because the, uh, you know, the app is actually is, it works well if the frequency is there, I think. So, it's just wasting money if you actually come up with an app. I think it's the mobile browser is the most important platform for you know, tours and activity operators or you know, anyone in this room, I think. Yeah, so step one, you're, you're chatting on the platform. Step two, you're taking payment. Step three, you're working with aggregators that are already uh, strong in that area. Um, get your guide, Luke. Anyone. So KK Day. Yep. Um, and, and step four, um, if you're a larger player or maybe a destination that's trying to promote uh, experiences, then I think you can think about 
um, beginning to leverage it as a marketing platform, leverage it as a uh, transaction platform, using things like uh, mini, mini programs. WeChat mini, we, we mini programs probably you know, included, but not, a, not a, like a standalone app, like a native app is actually, it's definitely not a good idea, I think. So it sounds like the story of super apps is just getting started. So we're going to have to have you guys back next year in Bangkok to do this, uh, to do the update. Sounds good. All right. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Brett and Ken. All right. We hope you enjoyed this session from Arrival, the only event dedicated to creators and sellers of tours, activities, and attractions. Head to ArrivalEvent.com to register for upcoming conferences around the globe. And for insights into the in-destination industry, head to Arrival.Travel.